Sport on on SAFM. And you want some action? Yes, there is some action currently underway. Chipper United and Supersport. Supersport uh, nil. Chipper United one. Uh, and that's what's happening. We also got Kaiser Chiefs later tonight at half past seven. That kickoff. Uh, Chiefs there looking to exact revenge on their opponent. And you know, Kaiser Chiefs, Stuart Baxter is also keeping an eye on the log uh, in terms of uh, putting pressure, he says. And uh, hopefully they can win against TS Galaxy. The match kicking off at half past seven. We'll bring you updates here as always. So, spot on it is. What a great show we have for you. Send us your um, uh, your numbers, your requests. We've also got our special guest on the line. We promised you Charles Beloy. Hey, Charles, how are you doing? Good, good evening, Mike, and good evening to the listeners. I'm excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for making time. So, let's get into it. Third Athletic South African Grand Prix of the season. But just to look back... How were the last two meetings? The last two meetings were on fire. If, if there is a place to be tomorrow, it's at Pochestrom uh, Park MacArthur Stadium. It's going to be lekker. It's going to be <laughs> a battle of, uh, of, of sprinters. We have a, a, an amazing lineup. It's going to be a battle of uh, sprinters, the best that we have on the continent. I mean, the last time I checked, there was a sprint war because I was looking at the headlines and there was a, a sprint war, super splash. I mean, we've got the Titans in cricket playing, but you have got the athletic Titans. You want to tell us um, what we can anticipate because there are so many races on the cards. The, the first one was in the city of Roses in Mangaung, then Bluefontaine. It then moved to the second leg in Greenpoint in, in Cape Town, where Casta made her eagerly awaited comeback where she stole the show in at Grip Point Stadium. So tomorrow will be in the Northwest, the home of the Olympic silver medalist and the legend of South African athletics as the KLCP. So tomorrow the lineup is it's it's amazing. So it's on fire. In the four hundred meter hurdles we'll have uh Sokokana Zazin going against Gora, Mindekusha, mm. And then Kastasimenya ran in the three thousand meters in, in Cape Town. So she'll be running in the 2,000 meters in, in Porsche tomorrow against, I don't know if I should say her friend or an athlete who she coaches or her competitor, but it's three in one, Kendall Scala. Ah, it's good And a board member of South African Athletics and our darling of Spani, this 10-kilometer challenge former winner, Kesama Lozana. So these three will be battling out in the 2,000 meters. Then we'll move on to the 3,000 meters where we'll have Fresh from breaking the 1,500-meter record, Ryan Pashel will take on South Africa's greatest uh, middle-distance runner, Jerry Matao, mm. in the 3,000 meters. And Ryan is, is, is the in-form athlete, you know, he's the one it's to keep... He's the in-form an... athlete against the SA record holder in the 3,000, correct. Okay. Well, he's going to have a battle with Jerry Motsau there for that men's 3,000 race. And it promises to be... And both of them are short. Eh? Oh, <laughs> so, they, so, so like Little Messi, they're closer to the ground. They've got they good ground cover. Ground. Yes. Ryan has a score to settle. He lost in Bluefontaine. He lost in Cape Town. So he cannot afford to suffer another set defeat in a row. He has to take that one tomorrow against one of the greatest in the middle distance. Then we go to the main, main, main event it's Akane Zimbini will be making his much-anticipated comeback. He will be opening the season in Porch against former South African champion, the Colo Adams. And the, the young boy that then, in 2015, finished on the podium with uh, Gatlin and uh, Bolt, 
at, at the World Athletics Championship in, in, in Beijing mm. in 2015, Anato Yeah, They'll be running in the 200 meter against Akane and then Tevo Kholitili of, 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 of Lesotho, also of Utwana will be there in the mix. It's going to be an amazing, amazing 200 meters. Then we also go to 400 meter headless where when Danielle was indicated that she will be resigning, I mean, she will be retiring at the end of the season to hand the button over to the Nave and the Vars. These two will continue their long standing rivalry. Zanya mm. is already beaten uh, when Danielle in Blue Fountain in the first leg of the Grand Prix. Mm. So they will renew their battle. Then we go to the 800 meters, which is so much interesting. Here, the interesting part is Prudence Khodiso, who is coached by homeboy Samuel Siting, the younger brother of Ezekiel Siting, right. will take on Danielle Fester. Danielle Fester is the daughter of the board member of Athletic South Africa, plus the former coach of Kastasi Mayer and Nigel Amos. This man produced two silver medalists in the Olympic in the 800 meters. Now he's coaching his daughter, who will be taking on Prudence who's coached by the youngest, best coach in the country right now. But the the main battle for me, which will be interesting on the night, is not, it's not all those three titanic battles. It's in Javelin. Javelin? Javelin, it will be so much interesting. Yes, Javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I know we can throw. You know, we can throw a lot of things well. Because we have, we have um, four athletes from... Guest athletes from the Czech Republic and Finland will be mm. taking on Johan Kropla, one of our own. So we'll be having uh, Wesley Vinslav and uh, Jacob. I'm sorry about pronouncing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Jacob, yeah. but Jacob works for me. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll have two guests from Finland. So it's going to be a, a titanic battle. And former youth champion, Badele uh, Shabangu, will also be running in the 200 meters in the women against Shelly Nukubai. So it's going to be an interesting night. The action will start from 4.30 until um, 8.30 p.m. Uh, tomorrow in Portis from Northwest. And I mean, you know, we like what's so good about Athletic South Africa is they're able to also have good media partners. Uh, is there a way that we can get to watch the action? Yes, the, the the action will be live streamed. The action will be broadcast on their new uh, partnership with that other television. Right, moving right along. Let's race through this one now, right? The 200 meters, we know, like you said, it's going to produce fireworks. Akani, Lutkolo, Anaso, it's all there. And there's also the 100 meter champion, let's see, Tobaho from Botswana. So this is the stuff of dreams, if, if, if there's going to be, you know, the pick of the races. It's the pick of the races. And interestingly, this is the first race. I spoke with Venner uh, Prisno, the coach of, of Agani. They are celebrating 12 years together, uh, the two. So Agani has to make a statement tomorrow. He has to announce his season to say, I'm ready. This is just a taste. I'm going to go to the World Champs and finish on the podium. This man is so under much pressure to try and, and, and impress. Mm-hmm. By the way, next week we are going to Jamestown. That will also be running in the 200 meters against some interesting names who will be unveiled next week, coming to give him a run for, for his man. But mm-hmm. all eyes will be on Akani and the 
and Anasoja Wadwana who's trying so hard to lose weight because ah. he, he did reveal that he was overweight so he's working hard to try and, and lose some kilos so that he can be up there. So I don't see him beating Akan. I see him finishing third possible. Yeah, Chobot Wana, let's remember, was the world junior 100-meter champion there. So the 100-meter heat, also one of my favorite heats, Omonyala up against Terence Munyai. What an exciting race we can expect here. Very interesting. Last week I covered the AC Junior Championship. The standard there was brilliant. The track was brilliant. By the way, people in Porsche love athletics. They create an electric atmosphere. Hmm. They arrive there on time. So you can feel like you're at an Olympic stadium. It's so compact, it's small. So in the 100 meters, also going to be uh, fireworks. You will not want to blink an eye once you get there on the track. <laughs> you just want to be <laughs> due to the track, watching the action closely and checking the, the scoreboard. And the scoreboard is placely, it's, it's put in nicely where you can see the time immediately and the announcers at the stadium, the speakers, everything is just on top notch. I mean, we know Akani is a firecracker. You know, he's he's the one, you know, pl- like runner you want to keep an eye on. Why is he not doing the 100 meters? Remember, Akani wants to double this year at the World Champs. So for him to double the 100 meters, we already know what he can do. He hasn't done the 200 meters in a while. So the plan is to double. And Wade, Wade is, Wade Van Nicker is coming to double as well. Mm. He's going to do the 200 meters. will be pitted against Akan in the, in the national championships in Cape Town. So this is also a way to work his way there so that he can get some good competition. And what's the point of going to an event where it's not that strong in the 100, when the strongest event is in the 200, where you can be challenged and go to the... To the uh, go to the drawing board with your coach and assess your performance. So opening in the 200 is a way to see if he can be able to double in the Commonwealth and the AC Championship, the, 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 the World Champs and the Commonwealth because the program is very tight. Yeah, you know, I think for me, Akani is just one of the the joys to watch. You know, even whether it's relay, whether it's uh, the 100 meters, he just delivers. I mean, what was it last year? He ran sub 10. I, I, I want to slightly disagree with you there. It ah. is a joy to watch. He promises a lot, but delivers little. Ah. So <laughs> it is time for him to put his money where his mouth okay. is. We want him to... Look, the, going to the championship this year is not about breaking records, going to the championship. Right. Going to the championship is about making the podium. That's why it's lacking, because his biggest two uh, podium finishes is the African champs and the Commonwealth Games. Mm. So he, he's gathered experience over the years. This year, he, I'm quoting his coach. Mm. It's a year of making up for the lost, for the lost uh, pastime, for those old losses and all that. It's a year for him to rise and shine and to be counted. I, I, it's a year for Akane to stand up and show that he is really a world-class athlete. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking to Charles Beloy, who's an athletics journalist. Charles, I mean, you you have in-depth behind the scenes. You, that's why you know as much as you do about Akani Simbene and his training sessions and that. Is he, is he, is he up to par? Because, I mean, we've got a big year now with the IWF World Championships that are taking place, like you've said. And is he, is our athletes, including Akani, set? How are they coping so far? I'm just worried about Kasta because... 
We all know her battle against IWF. She did slam them last two weeks ago in Cape Town to say they'll never bring her down. She wants to go to the world champ. She's running in, a, in an unfamiliar event in the 5,000 meters. And here in South Africa, the competition isn't that strong. Mm. And I hope she'll be able to qualify because she's racing against time. She's just doing the 3,200 meters to work on her endurance. Mm. It's purely for speed work. Her main goal is to run in the ACA Championship in the 5,000. So with the sprinters, we are so gifted. If you could have seen the juniors, uh, Benjamin Richardson, what an unbelievable talent in the 100 and 200 meters. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, isn't she tomorrow? She's in the 2,000 meter race as well, right? She's in the 2,000 meters. So, so purely for, for, for speed, to build up the speed and then just to get her momentum going. But the, the goal is to run the 5,000 meters at the SHM. So generally, with our sprinters, we are looking good. We are set to qualify. It's just that the expectations that are on the team are just too high. Remember in, in 2019, we came back home from Doha with no medal. Yeah. We went to Tokyo, Japan, we came back with no medal. We cannot risk going to, to the World Champs in Oregon and come back with nothing, with tails between our legs. That would be a disaster because we have a, a, a fantastic administration led by Mr. Mm. James Mullen, who's, who's changing the landscape of athletics. He brought an amazing TV deal. Mm. He's bringing in some sponsors. Athletes are competing. He's brought in this World Challengers, this World Tour legs. And they're trying so hard to invite fantastic uh, athletes. Remember in the first league, they invited uh, Christian Bomber to come and test our female sprinters, the yeah. two Namibians, who gave our our best sprinter in the female finished seventh. You could see the gap was just too mm. much. Uh, she even told us during the interview that the gap is massive. These girls went to, to, to the USA now. They are based there. They are training there. Mm. They are learning and training against the best. Yes, we do have your, your HPC here locally at home, and we mm. do have sponsors here. But for you to be the best, sometimes you have to take the step and go where the best are. Wilfa Nikek is based in, in the U.S., wants to sleep, eat, and train against the best and compete mm. against the best. Even even the long jumper, Rashwal Samai, is in Georgia, in the U.S. He wants to become the best long jumper because the goal is to go to the U.S. in, in, in August mm. and finish on the podium. But Charles, there's so many points you made there about sponsors. Many of our athletes have full-time jobs. Being an athlete is a part-time thing for them. So, you know, there's so many socioeconomic issues that go into this. Yes, agreed, you know, a wait for NECAD can go and become a full-time athlete and sleep, eat, run, repeat, you know. But I just want to take you back again to 2019. I want to I remind you of Casta Mohadi Semenya. Remember how victorious she was on the track there in France, winning that 2,000-meter race? Correct. And remember, she was denied an opportunity to go to the World Champs. We all know her. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was a way. It was a way of making a statement, saying I may be down and out in, in my specialized event, but in this other event that I'm signing out, I can break a record. I can make history. I think it, it, they are working so hard to try and, and, and organize uh, some strong Kenyans for 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 Jimmy who can just test her and then push her for a faster time so that mm. she can try and, and qualify. Remember, this Grand Prix, you are able to, to, to collect points. Yeah, We received a, a bronze medal. So it's a, it's a bronze status event. Yeah. 
yeah. which is up there in world athletics. Soon we'll be having some of the biggest, biggest names like the American coal coming here in the future. That's where ASA is working towards so that they don't have to go to France, they don't have to go to Britain to to get a competition of this level. So Casta is doing well. Tomorrow she's going to win. <laughs> no Glenn amount Rose of testosterone can stop Casta, okay? Glenn Rose will probably finish second and then Kesamon Osano will probably come third. Because she's going to push them for a fast race and she's working very hard. By the way, she's also started a new athletics club called Masaya Athletics Club. So she'll be donning those new colors of Masai. Wow. Charles, I, I want to deviate a little bit, right? I don't know if anyone's cared to explain this to anyone. Remember Leah Thomas, born a biological man and transitioned into a woman until he turned 21. He now competes with women. And then we meet Caster, born a biological woman. She was denied the chance to compete at Tokyo because she's said to be too mannish. What? How, how do you wrap this around your head? It, it does not make sense. Right. When it, it does not make sense at all. Because when she spoke to us in Cape Town, she said, they say I'm not a woman. What am I? Exactly. What is, I can only think of many things, and it's not good things, about why this decision was made. And unfortunately, because we are racing against time, even if, yes, it is reviving the case, but it, it, you know the court cases, they take time. and Exactly. They, so it, it, they won't make it in time for August, because that's where the, the world championship is, the Commonwealth, is the African champs in St. Mauritius in June. So basically, there's just no time to sit down in the courtroom and argue all of these things, because the athletes must also be active, and they also cost money. Yeah. So, But she did ask a, a, an important question. They say, I'm not a woman. What am I? Right, like it's crazy to even un- to understand the like. There's there's total there's no method. There's just total madness in this. Exactly, and we've been robbed. We've been robbed of our biggest biggest superstar. Look in America, an eight a nineteen year old athlete in, in won in the hundred meters. That, that was supposed to have been Kasatima's gold medal in Tokyo, without mm. a doubt. Yeah. So we've been robbed of a potential gold medal because of things that it's an injustice against human rights, basically, to put it. I couldn't agree more with you. But listen, all eyes will be on Kasta. But I want to ask the women's 100 meters, do we think there's going to be a challenge to the national record holder, Karina Horn? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick answer. <laughs> uh, we spoke at length with the coach. By the way, Karina Horn and, and Akan share the same coach. Okay. She, she's, she's a little bit rusty, if you may put it. And and we don't know how it's going to play in the mind coming back from a, 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 a band and then trying to make a comeback against some potentially fast Athlete. By the way, she'll be pitted against some interesting juniors there as well tomorrow. And by the way, it's her birthday today. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthday, Karina, wherever you are, you are our, our hero and we believe in you. Everybody deserves a second chance. No pressure for tomorrow. Just go enjoy <laughs> yourself. <laughs> no pressure for tomorrow. Right. <laughs> exactly. So so we've got we've got some unfinished business with Casta Semenya tomorrow. World champions around the corner. But there's 
also some other interesting races to look out for. What for you will be your your top picks that we should keep our eyes on? Also, also in the hurdle, this boy impressed me so well. Um, Vazini in Cape Town, he did well. Remember, there's been so many of of the track problems. He was literally crying when I interviewed him uh, two weeks ago, saying, "I'm tired of talking too much. I want to let my legs to do the talking. I want to focus on the track. I want to go to training every day." And actually, that I'm mostly looking forward to seeing shining is Banele. Shabangu. I'm also looking at um, Prudence Cody. So she also runs a tactical race. Very well coached, well disciplined. I know all eyes will be in the 200, but really uh, that's not where my focus is. Mm. is. My focus is on those unknown. Terence Munyai has been quiet for quite some time. Mm. Can handle the pressure of running against Ferdinand from Kenya. I always say it's a talented athlete, Clarence Munyai, but not a championship athlete. So this year is working more on becoming a championship athlete. But my, my race of, of, of the evening is the duel between Ryan Mpatele and Jeremy Tao. That's, that's, that's my pick for me because Ryan is doing very well. He admitted defeat against uh, Tepo in the 1,500 meters in Cape Town. Mm. He said he led, but technically was... Uh, out, outplayed in that race. Mm-hmm. So he, he said he wants to work on, on, on his shortcomings. So tomorrow, Ryan Pachella, that's my guy to look out for against one of the veterans of uh, in the middle distance uh, running in the country. So it's going to be an interesting job. Basically, if you ask me which one is your favorite, I'll say all the races I'm looking <laughs> forward to. Well, I mean, I was thinking of Clarence Munyai when you were, when you mentioned him and how he was so... Um, he was compared to the likes of Usain Bolt, you know? So... I'm really looking forward to watching him run. And and it's going to receive a very big challenge, Clarence Munya, during the SA Senior National Championship because we'll be running against a rising sprinter, Benjamin Richardson. The boy is the new um, Asian ball. He's hmm. tall, he has hmm. big legs, big physique. He's such, he's such a giant and he's just 18. Hmm. And his times are unbelievable. He, he won the double in the junior championship. So, and also let's not forget this this amazing then viewer who just broke the three four records. In fact, in the hundred meters and two hundred meters, he's going to she's going to run with the seniors in Cape Town. So sure. these young stars who are going to test uh, the the tried and tested athletes and try to push them to run faster time. So, Clarence Munyai. It's also an interesting one to look out for because mm. this is the official race that we'll be running and we'll be running against some youngsters uh, pushed by Ferdinand. Hopefully there will be some faster time. I think we could have a couple of records Yo. tomorrow. I mean, Charles, this for me is a big statement that Africa and also here in our own backyard, we are coming up very fast in the sprint races. Like we have got the race is coming out of the ranks now. Exactly, because in the 100 meters, Clarence is racing against the the record holder, African record holder in the 100 meters, meaning we are just going for, for a very, very fast time. And in South Africa, there are so many things that we are doing right. One, Paul Horis, the relay coach, is doing well for for the sprinters. Vener uh, Prince is doing well with your Akan. So we are coming very well. Anastasia Badwana has an American coach uh-huh. who is working well with. So in the sprinting, 
we are doing very, very well. Just that you need to work on your your field event, like your, your pole vault, your long jump. Mm. We are currently leaking in the high jump. That's where we, we don't have hope hmm. currently. But I mean, you you do you do you get invited to the camps whereby you are able to see the kind of groundwork that's being done by our athletes. When you look at the camps that are being held and the training, you've outlined a few things. Uh, apart from resources, there, there is a lot of natural talent here. Yes, apart from resources. I'm one of those lucky few who gets to, to speak to the athletes behind the scenes, mm. on the track, off the track, and I get to, to be invited. I get to sit down in hotels and dine with them, mm. talk to them. See how they think, how they interact, the music they play, the food they eat. <laughs> and so, who's impressed you? Who's impressed you the most? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're putting my head on the block. Um, <laughs> we want the inside track. Uh, look, uh, Mpolings, the he won the high jump. In, 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 at Greenpoint Stadium in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Yes, we also were dining with the likes of Castor. Yes, he's a superstar and down to it. But looking at the likes of Mpoh Links, who decided to take an event which... Look, a black man really has no business doing high jumps. <laughs> we are very scared of heights and all those things. That's an inspiration. Seeing the food he was eating... Because I said, for example, this now, Mamo, he said, no, I can't eat this because, you know, I'm, I'm dumpy. So oh, I have wow. to look at the kind of food that I eat and drink more water because you cannot afford to gain weight because you have to jump. And and for a boy from Soshangubi to to do high jump, it's, it's unbelievable. With, with Paul Vault at the juniors, I've looked and I couldn't see an athlete of color. So it, it, it goes to show that it's all about some sporting, I mean, some field events, all about the resources. Mm. There's someone from Mamelodi has access to pole vaults, and 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 if you take that that thing and go up, it's so scary. But I mean, as a high jumper, in Paul Links, I think he 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 didn't he win the the athletics gold at the Africa final game somewhere in 2019, and it was all he, he in did. Rabat, Morocco. Yes, he did. The boy is such an inspiration, and he just completed a degree as well in, in from the University of of Northwest. And he's 25. He has a good future ahead of him. And I wish we can also try and promote those who are less unknown because they're doing the most in there. And it's not easy. And and then in the long jump as well, if we can try and look at those events and, and, and then see, maybe we can be able to come up with four or five medals, not only looking. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why Akan is always under pressure because each and every championship, Akan must go and win. And I mean, we must go and win. Yes, and it, and it's that sacrifice at that high level. I mean, I will, I won't say no to another Amaguinia. You know what I'm saying? But these guys, <laughs> they they go above and beyond what is required. The sacrifice, giving up the good, you know, the I don't, I wouldn't say greasy, but I mean, you know, the kind of meals that we get to enjoy, a pizza every night. No- for them, it's like no, I'm I'm going to be the best in my craft, and it means you know drinking more water, no cold drinks. I mean, you gotta. I don't think I can do that. PT, and and also want to take you something to two unfortunate incidents that happened, uh, in, 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 in during the 
National Junior Championship in Porch when I was there for those three days. In the final of the under-20, 400-meter uh, hurdles, the boy who was leading eh, fell just as a just few meters away from the finish line, and then he lost. And a boy was behind him won, and then that boy said, I'm not happy with this win. I don't deserve it. Because I know the amount of work that boy put in, and then he broke his leg. And the father was carrying it. It was so painful to watch. It also happened in the women's race. An athlete that was leading fell. It was raining. Fell off the surface. And then the father went there and carried the athlete. Who could have won the race? All of us, journalists, spectators, parents and friends, we judge them based on how they finish. We don't know the work they put behind the scene. So I no longer judge an athlete who doesn't win because I know and see a lot and mm. the effort they put into trying. We know one would want to go on the track to go and lose on papers. I mean, look at that. That's that's one of the most heartwarming stories. And the, the sportsmanship, like where the athlete who, who clinched the victory is saying, you know what, I don't deserve it. Because the one who fell and the one who broke the leg, we know the work that they put in and they deserve it. Wow. And, and they deserve it. The same as Pile, the Pile boy won and he said, I should be going to go, I should now be promoted to the seniors because clearly the mm. athletes that I'm running against, I'm, I'm now more superior than them. I need to move and take it on with the seniors to give them room mm. so that they can run and, and gain confidence and win the national title. I'm no longer coming back next year to compete mm. in the juniors. That shows the boy knows how hard they work and he's seen how much they work and how hard they won the championship. As much as there is the rivalry, there is the brotherhood, there is the sportsmanship. Yeah. And I, and I think that all those trials you go through and, the, and that the athletes go through, when they have the victories, it makes the results even sweeter. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. They have the, 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 the stage. They are performing. They've been given the platform. We are there behind them with a pen, with a mic, with a camera, whatever that's yes. complete the media to try and push them the sponsors are coming in our athletics was in icu at one stage it has been resuscitated mm. things are looking good uh, big names are coming home the kenyans wants to run here the namibians wants to run here mm. the Botswanans wants to matenjwa is a policeman from swaziland they mm. reached the olympic final in the 200 meters is now based in, in at the hpc High performance and Pretoria is training with Akan. I told him, Why are you in South Africa? Mm. I said, To be the best, you must sleep, eat, and train with the best. So I left Switzerland because there's no competition. By the way, we'll run against Akan in Jamestown next week. Hmm. They are training partners now, but it's based in Switzerland and running for Switzerland. Well, track and field stars are definitely resilient. And I also think coming coming on the back of COVID, where many of us, could not only did we not enjoy uh, getting to see all the athletes in action, but they also had their training restricted. Exactly. And you could have, look, running in front of a crowd back then before COVID, people took it for granted. Now when the athletes are being cheered, Look, it gives you that extra push and the training and everything. Everyone just wants to run and everybody is looking forward to that. And the stadium is always full because we've realized that we took all of these things for granted. The restriction, the everything. Now, even if they say you are restricted, you can train for five minutes. You'll grab that opportunity because mm-hmm. you just want the platform and the opportunity to showcase 
your challenge, your hard work. I've seen parents from Pretoria, Haman Skral, Ponokwane, having driven to Porsche to come and support the athletes, and it meant so much to them. Tomorrow, the likes of um, Daniela Fester, uh, the home girl, who won the, the, the double in the 5,000, in the 1,500 and 800 meters mm. in the youth championship, will be running the senior race in the 800 meters. She's going to to raise the roof when, she, when her name is called. Hmm. Because she's a local girl and she should be appreciated. She said she wants to win for the crowd. Wow. So And the crowd's going to be there thanks to level, uh, what, lockdown one now? Or is it all open? It's all going to be good. Open. It's open. Last <laughs> we had uh, we had almost 3,000 people in there. Now, with things being open, we could have as much as four to 5,000 people in that magnificent uh, stadium. Then, Porch, well done to the likes of the president there. Yep. Gene Fester is doing a fantastic work. Those guys who are streaming, those guys. <laughs> and, and also, I want to, to say thank you to the technical officials. People mm. take them for granted. Those people who raise the flags, who make sure athletes are taken care of, those who fix the the sand, all those people who make sure the javelins are out. What about the, the security, the cleaners? Charles, I'm going oh, to wrap, the sec- <laughs> the I'm the gonna have to wrap it up. We also wish them well, and it's, 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 it's a collective effort. Thank you so much. Charles Beloy here on Spot On at the all-out sprint war in Potters from Grand Prix 3 is set to happen. So looking forward to that tomorrow.